Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. This is episode 25 of the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast. And in today's show, we're going to be doing a review of 2019. 2019 was the first year of the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast. And we've got some amazing episodes that I just wanted to go over and recap um, for some of you who have maybe only just discovered the podcast and who have uh, maybe missed some episodes. But first of all, I wanted to really thank everybody um, who's downloaded, who has listened to the podcast, who has sent me direct messages um, and left reviews on the various uh, podcast platforms like iTunes. It really does mean a hell of a lot to me, and I don't say that lightly. Um, I started Fitter Healthier Dad back in 2018 just based off of a, a, a sheer, sheer passion and desire to really help guys like me, essentially, um, who have maybe kind of struggled with their weight or um, have been lacking in energy and motivation. And really, it's just to kind of dispel the kind of myths that are out there in the health and fitness space or, uh, and, and kind of provide simple information that, you know, guys like us can implement, you know, in and around their kind of their busy careers and their family lives. And um, I couldn't be more pleased with, with how it's gone. And I'm really pleased that you guys like the content that I put out. And really, you know, it's an opportunity for you guys as well to message me to tell me what you would like to hear more of, what you would like to hear less of, if there's a specific topic um, you would like to cover. And in 2020, my intention is to get more of you guys onto um, the podcast itself to basically talk about challenges or things that you need help with, really, um, so that I can kind of connect with you more on a closer level and on a one-to-one basis. So the year that was 2019 with the Fit to Healthy Dad podcast. So we started off the first ever podcast um, was around gut health. Uh, and I highly uh, encourage you to um, go back over um, to episode number one um, if you've not heard it. Um, and I talked with um, a gut health specialist who was Naomi Langford Archer. Um, and gut health has been a very big theme um, in the fitness and nutrition space. And just in the wider health space now, you know, there is so much more um, information and research which has come to light, which um, has shown that the, the connection between our guts and our brains and, and, and the rest of our, our body is so, so important. Um, and at a very high level, essentially what we're saying is that everything that kind of goes into our gut affects the rest of, 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 of the body, um, um, particularly what goes on with the brain, um, your energy, your mood, um, how you feel, how you respond, um, how you react. So it's such a huge part. And I decided um, 
towards the end of last year, beginning of this year, that I was going to have my own gut tested. Now, I'll be quite honest, it's not a pleasant process. Digging uh, and taking samples of your poo is not the best um, thing that I've ever done. But the results that I got from it um, were quite insightful, really. Um, and one of the other big areas which is slowly coming to uh, light more and more, and that's inflammation in the body. Now, I'm not going to go into that now, but what my test showed me is that my body was in an inflamed state. And so with all of this information that we get from the gut health test, it can tell us you know, what we need to do to reduce inflammation what um, bacteria we have in our guts. I found that I had a higher amount of yeast uh, in my stomach, which meant that when I ate specific foods, it would ferment in my stomach, giving me gas, um, which is obviously not ideal. Um, but it's really, really quite profound. And, it, and it's, it's really one of these things that we can use to be a lot more proactive in our health. Um, and this is an area which I'm hugely passionate about, and I've got something coming, hopefully, towards the end of 2020, um, which is going to enable us to really pay a lot more attention proactively to our health. So that was that was episode number one. Um, and then we um, we then talked about um, with Anthony Benedetti um, from Perfect Keto. We talked about a ketogenic diet. Um, now, I'll say say this again. I've said it before. I'm never a big advocate of following a specific diet. I think they all have their pluses and minuses, and it's it's about following a nutrient-dense um, diet or food eating pattern, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's, there's definitely no one-size-fits-all, and I, I know Dale Pinnock, who I had on the podcast, um, kind of ribbed me a little bit um, about that in episode 14. Um, because he didn't agree that there isn't uh, one size fits all, but there isn't, and that's been proven um, in our guts with the microbiome in our guts, which is all unique to us. It's like our gut um, fingerprint, if you like. Um, but yeah, so so the ketogenic diet is is for those of you who don't know, it's about following a high fat diet. Now, particularly if you're based in the UK, you know that the NHS and the the, the kind of health service will advise us against going down a high fat diet. Now that is is the high fat side of things is very specific. Um, and what that doesn't mean is that you can go out and eat a load of takeaways and all the rest of it. Fats are good, but only good fats. So we're talking about things like omega-3 um, fats. Um, which are found in things like avocado, in nuts, in uh, fish like salmon and things like that. Those are good fats that we that we need in our diet. One of the main reasons we need a lot of fat in our diet is our brain is 60% fat, um, so it fuels, fuels your brain. Um, so, yeah, so the ketogenic diet, or what I like to call being fat-adapted, um, is a good protocol to follow. But, again, it's about having... It's, it's definitely about having um, balance. So then we, um, I was very fortunate in episode number seven to have uh, Dr. Rupi from the Doctor's Kitchen um, who advocates food is medicine and I wholeheartedly uh, agree with, with Dr. Rupi. 
he's a doctor, so why wouldn't I agree with him? Um, but he's very much about how we can, again, be more proactive in our general health and how we can use food uh, in, in becoming a lot more proactive. Now, Dr. Rupi is a huge um, kind of figure in this whole world of, of food is medicine. Um, he's a practicing doctor. Uh, as well as running the doctor's kitchen he's got some great books as well um, which I've got a link over to on the resources part of the fitter healthier dad website he's got some great books which I use actually um, to create some of my meals um, because they're, they're very uh, the, the ingredients are very easy to get a hold of and um, they're very quick and easy to make and they are delicious nutrient dense food which is obviously something that um, is very important for us uh, to follow. So yeah, have a have a listen to episode number seven, um, and then we go on to episode number nine. Skip one, um, and I had the privilege of uh, interviewing Angela Foster, who is a high performance um, coach and is very big into DNA testing. Um, this was also another test that I had done this year. Um, and what DNA testing uh, provides us is, a, is is kind of like a, it's almost like a, a footprint or a roadmap into the DNA of our bodies. And it tells us um, things like how um, reactive we are to alcohol, how reactive we are to coffee, um, what is the best diet for our DNA. So in my example, it, it was to follow a Mediterranean diet, which means a lot of fish, freshwater fish uh, and vegetables um, and oil, olive oil, which again is, is a good fat. Um, I'll put a little caveat around olive oil in that its molecular structure changes when you cook with it. So it's not always advisable to use olive oil for cooking if you're doing high temperatures. It's good in low temperatures and it's also good to have it raw on your salads. Um, but yeah, Angela is is yeah she's on another level in terms of performance fitness and health and um, she obviously has her own business and practice as well where she coaches people um at high performance level but dna testing is 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 a is a protocol which she uses in order to obviously determine um how clients are are operating or what they're susceptible to or what they need it also gives you you whether or not you are gluten intolerant um and things like that so that the the price of dna testing is coming down significantly now as i guess it's volume isn't it with all of these things and um a lot more people are starting to use dna testing to find out about their own dna um and there's multiple um, products out there from DNA Fit to Circle DNA um, to 23andMe from Google. Um, so, yeah, I highly, highly recommend that you go over to episode nine on the podcast part of the website. And we've got all the show notes there, which at the bottom has all of the links to some of these DNA testing sites and also to um, Angela's website. And then on to episode 10, um, well, I had Lily Salter, who is a, um, a wellness um, kind of coach and a workplace wellness um, practitioner. But Lily, again, is, is similar to Dr. Rupi in that she is a fully qualified uh, medical practitioner. Um, and when 
uh, in episode 10, I had Lily on the show. We were talking about sleep and the importance of sleep. Um, and this is really, really interesting. And I know a lot of you with young children um, probably would love um, to focus on your sleep and would love to be able to get eight hours sleep a night. But some of the stuff that we were talking about in the episode was around how we can um, enhance our sleep. So things like having, you know, not having caffeine after 2 p.m. in the afternoon um, and also, you know, staying away from blue light. And blue light is, is a light that's emitted from screens. So that's phones, laptops, iPads, TVs, and all the rest of it, you know, uh, at least an hour before you go to sleep using things like magnesium sprays, which can um, enhance our sleep. And I use that personally. And that puts me into a really nice deep sleep. So we get your your deep sleep. There's various different levels of sleep. So we were talking to, to Lily about the benefits of that um, and the negative impacts of sleep as well that can that can happen if you're sleep deprived. You know, your body will naturally start to crave fats. It will start to crave sugars. And this is why, um, you know, when you are sleep deprived, you'll, you'll go for sugary uh, snacks. You'll obviously go for coffee as a pick me up because obviously coffee is a stimulant. Um, and we talk about all of the negative impacts that it can have, particularly on concentration as well. You know, if we are sleep deprived, it can have up to a 50 percent impact on our concentration levels. So, yeah, we were talking about. Uh, how important it is to try and focus on sleep. So then we were, we were then into about July, funnily enough, um, and um, we are on to, um, I would then go into specific elements around the fitness. So for those of you that are not familiar, I kind of cover four disciplines really, um, which I found that really gives you an all-round balance um level of fitness and that's swimming cycling running and then strength training um and in july we had um brenton ford from effortless swimming who is a former um he is a former professional swimmer i don't think he went to the olympics but i think he got quite close and brenton is based out in australia um, and we were going through how um, people can incorporate swimming into their daily fitness uh, schedule. Now, I know a lot of what I do is based around the fact that you don't need to go to the gym. Well, obviously, unless you're fortunate enough to have uh, a swimming pool in your house, you will need to do that. But we were talking about, you know, various different levels of swimmers. So to getting started, to improving your swimming and also how you fit that into your schedule. Uh, and one of the things that um, I like to promote, and that is particularly those of you who have young children <clears throat> and they have swimming lessons, as many of them do now, uh, you can fit in your swimming um, uh, training uh, around their swimming lessons. So when they're in the pool uh, with their instructor, you can jump in the other side of the pool and, and um, crack on with your with your swimming um yeah, your swimming session. And on the Facebook page, I've got a little infographic you can use, which is which is what I call a pyramid set. And I quite like this nice little set. It's about 20 to 30 minutes, depending on 
you know how proficient you are in swimming but basically what it starts off with is you just do it you do a hundred meter warm-up um and then you go up the pyramids you do a hundred meters rest for 30 200 meters rest of day all the way up to 400 um and then you do a 100 100 meter cool down so that's a nice um starter swimming session and then we were talking about you know technique um in swimming swimming is very technical um and but it's very low in impact on on the body because obviously you're suspended in water um but it does use a lot of muscles throughout the entire body from you know from your core to your back muscles to your arm muscles um to your leg muscles with a kicking so i really do advocate using swimming as part of your um fitness regime if you are able to you know get to a pool local to you um and then we that takes us well, all the way to um then we go into September, episode number 12 with Richie Bostock. Um, now, Richie is a breathwork coach, and I quite I found this quite amusing, actually, when I was doing this episode, because um, when you talk to a lot of people about breathing and breathwork, they give you such a weird look um, and think you're absolutely crazy, because we make the assumption, again, that, you know, um we we breathe daily so why would we ever need to focus on on breathing uh, and breath work uh, and it's a good it's a good question really um but you know obviously <laughs> breathing is, is 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 key to us staying alive so it's really really important that we, that we do breathe but by consciously focusing on your breath and and doing what we call breath work um it, it's it, for me it's been very profound in so much as you know when you are consciously breathing um you're able to cope with stressful situations in a much more um responsive manner as opposed to reacting um it's also good to kind of teach children how to breathe properly so many of us as we grow up we we tend to breathe in ways that we just we just habitually just developed whereas consciously breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth is a really good way of getting some good oxygen in it and expelling out all the carbon dioxide and just really clears and clarifies your mind particularly if you're in a stressful situation particularly if you maybe are having challenges at work or you're having challenges at home you know just doing a bit of breath work can just really calm calm you down calm the body down um take you out of this fight or flight mode the stress mode where the body's producing a lot of cortisol um and it really can enable us to to approach things in a much more measured um and responsive responsive way so and then we that leads us on to um dal pinnock the medicinal chef um and uh, Dow, I was very pleased that, that Dow um, agreed to to come onto the show. Um, and we again, we were talking about the subject of nutrition uh, and uh, how it fundamentally affects our overall health and well-being. Um, Dow is, has been in the the, the food industry, the food nutrition industry for over twenty five years. Um, he's a Sunday Times best-selling author, so he's very qualified to talk on 
on the subject um, of nutrition. And he also has courses now where you can um, go and learn about the subject of nutrition uh, in a lot more depth. And um, I really encourage people that are serious about, you know, changing their health to really focus on nutrition because for me it was quite profound in so much as up until about six seven years ago I hadn't concentrated on nutrition because I thought that I could actually train out you know any any negative impacts on my diet when you actually can't and I now in the 90 day program I have I focus on uh, nutrition first um, for the first two weeks, all we do is focus on nutrition because that will have, particularly if it's fat loss and weight loss, which is your goal, um, that will have quite a big impact just focusing on that for the first two weeks. And, you know, again, kind of like the breath work, um, we do unconsciously um, follow eating habits um, that we've picked up as as we've gone through life. And that's not to say that they're bad, but there's nothing like just kind of being becoming a bit more aware and conscious on what you're eating. But not only that, it's where your food comes from, which is very, very important. So what I mean by that is um, around, you know, uh, uh, processed and packaged food. I really would advocate kind of staying away from that um, if you can. Because it's the challenge with it is, and this is not a dig at the, the food providers, they're obviously just providing the services that in order for, for these products to have their shelf life, they have to put preservatives and additives in. Um, and like I was saying around the gut health, you know, you don't want that kind of stuff in your gut because it just affects the balance of your gut flora, which is your um, healthy bacteria in your gut. And ultimately, that will affect how you feel, how you move. Um, so, so yeah, so, so Dale um, is obviously very, very qualified in, in that area. And we were talking about various different um, topical diets because obviously veganism is a big thing at the moment. And we're talking about high fat like I did with um, the guys from Perfect Keto. So, you know, again, Dale's approach is to follow a, a nutrient um, dense diet have balance have the you know the rainbow the rainbow plate where you've got a mixture of different colors on your plate because that would indicate different um, nutrients in food which is very important to get that variety in your diet so that was um that was episode 14 um and then um we had again we went into specific uh, in episode 15, we went into specific um, techniques and we were talking for, to Tim Ramsden from The Art of Cycling. Uh, and in that episode, we were talking again, much like the, the swimming episode on, on you know, real novice cyclists up to kind of intermediate cyclists uh, and also how you fit in cycling um, into your fitness uh, routine and um, there's many different ways that you can do it now Um, and you don't necessarily have to go outside for you know three or four hours on a bike you there's very inexpensive um, static trainers you know you can set up at home in the garage or in the conservatory uh, and put your bike on there and just cycle on there for an hour and also um, made a big point 
on that episode of, of talking about interval training because I'm very uh, a big very big um, supporter of interval training and that's where you're doing high intensity um, for short periods of time um, that's really good for your aerobic and anaerobic um, capacity um, so so that was a great episode to talk about talk with Tim um, about cycling and then we move on to episode 17 and this was a very very uh, fascinating interview with um, Thomas Howe Robson who is a premiership uh, football player in the UK but actually at the age of 15 or 16 I think it was he was told by a doctor due to his condition that he would never ever become a professional football player just because of his joints and his joint pain um, and Thomas together with his father apps, uh, actually um, developed a product um, from turmeric uh, he's now known as the turmeric guy um, and he's developed a company called the turmeric co and as a result of that Thomas was able with this um, formulation that he created with his father was able to um, not only you know start playing football again but was actually able to get to the the dizzy heights of um, becoming a professional uh, premiership football player which is by no means feat um, and his product now is being used by um, the English rugby team, some premiership football teams, um, and it's an amazing product, but uh, but equally an amazing story. Um, and uh, yeah, highly recommend that you go over and uh, listen to uh, episode seventeen. Um, and then I did my first um, solo podcast in episode nineteen which was uh, dads need timelines and deadlines. Um, and, and really, it was just really to highlight the fact that, you know, it, there's no there's no point in um, just going out there and randomly um, training or um, exercising. We need to set ourselves, you know, timelines as to when we're going to do it. So maybe put, put booking it in the diary either um, entering ourselves into um, events or putting a milestone in a calendar as to when we're going to achieve a certain level of fitness or a certain weight by a certain time. And by doing all of that, it keeps us um, on track uh, and we are able to check in and review our progress. Because otherwise, if you don't do stuff like that, as I didn't for 15 years, you've got no idea what you're doing. You do everything ad hoc. And, and so therefore you're highly unlikely um, to get results. So, so yeah, that's that's a, a great episode and um, highly recommend that you go over and listen to that or re-listen to it. Um, and then we had, in episode 20, we had um, a lady called uh, Rhea Hubble who um, was an ex-professional Canadian uh, downhill skier. Uh, until she had an accident, which um, took her 10 years to recover from. But actually, um, she went through a little bit of a similar transformation like myself, uh, where she you know, went from overweight to, to doing Ironman. But um, her story is, is very interesting. And she talks about you know, the, the challenges that she had with balancing um, her training with a corporate career in the city of, of London, um and to now you know into quite um uh, becoming a, an successful iron man well she's not iron lady um and actually 
um, just after we recorded the interview, she went out to, I think it was Ironman Argentina, uh, where she actually came third in her race. So she got a podium spot, which was uh, really uh, amazing to see. So, yeah, she's got a great story. So I recommend um, you going over and listening to that. And then we get into December where uh, we were talking with um, two ladies, uh, Jenna and Yasmin from the Yoga and Juice Network. And uh, again, they've got a, an amazing story. And essentially, they were both um, trained in the, the world of nutrition, um, were friends and then and, and parted company, but then come back together uh, later on in life when they both had children um, and were, was, were basically frustrated by the... Um, the choices and the types of food that are out there in the marketplace for children um, and particularly how you know we expect uh, children to perform at a certain level um, and yet we're not providing them with the right nutrition in order for them to um, perform at that level so Jenna and Yasmin have created this amazing uh, yogurt and juice network to basically help and support schools um, and parents to educate them in, in the subject of nutrition, but also to give them some really um, you know, um, simple but easy to use information to implement not only into their diets, but to their children's diets. And these two ladies have a real big mission um, and I'm excited to see where they take it. And, you know, kids' nutrition is a huge um, topic for me personally because obviously of my two boys. But I truly believe that we are full, falling short of where we need to be in order to make sure that our children have um, the right nutrition. And what I would like to say on this, though, is that it's very, very hard, you know, for parents uh, and teachers and all the rest of it to ensure that they understand nutrition and also make sure that kids have the right nutrient-dense food. With all the general pressures in, in life of um, keeping a family together, keeping a home together and, and, and careers, it's difficult. And I understand why, you know, parents obviously take the easy route to um, provide their kids with, with food. And that, I'm not knocking that. But I think what these ladies are doing is they're trying to come out and help us parents and schools and say look there is another there is another way there is another alternative and it doesn't need to kind of take hours out of your day and you don't need to stress about it so um, yeah looking forward to seeing what's coming from these ladies in um, 2020 and finally at the time of recording this the final one for um, 2019 while we were talking to Ulrich Dempfley from um, Carol AI. Now this is fascinating. I have actually used this product. So this the product that they've created um, essentially looks like a standard spin bike that you get maybe in a gym or a spin studio. But what they've done is they've actually applied AI. And AI for the those of you that don't know um, is artificial intelligence. So it's basically a computer which takes in a lot of data um, and it is able to analyze it and, and look at patterns and, and apply outcomes to patterns. So what they've done is they've developed a system whereby 
you can get the same effects of a 45 minute spin bike workout um, by just doing 40 seconds of work. Now, I actually mentioned this to somebody uh, a few weeks ago and they looked at me and said, nah, you're talking rubbish, you're talking nonsense. But um, if you listen to the episode, Ulrich will um, explain exactly how it works. But essentially, it's using AI to um, learn uh, patterns over time. And basically, it, it then applies it to your workout without you needing to do anything. So it's, it's pushing um, your body to its absolute limits um, for two 20-second um, stints. The whole workout takes just under nine minutes. So you have a warm up, you then have a 20 second as your first stint. AI, it then learns, you know, where you are in terms of power and cadence and, and all the rest of it. You then have another break and then you do your final 20 seconds. Um, and that is equivalent. The, the kind of um, carbohydrate depletion in your muscles is between 25 to 35 percent, which is massive for that short period of time. Um, and that's equivalent to the same kind of depletion you would get if you used to do a 45 minute uh, spin uh, workout. So it's very much along the lines of the one Peloton bikes. If you've seen one Peloton, obviously this is, you know, as we all struggle for time, you know, um, being able to get that workout in, 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 you know, in nine minutes is, is, is amazing. And um, yeah, I think it's a great product and um it's still very much in its infancy in terms of uh, market share, but I think I can see this taking off um, in quite a significant way. So that was that was really the the kind of summary of all of the um, people that we had on the show. There, there are others that I didn't go into, so feel free to go back over over the um, directory and have a look. And again, you know, I would really appreciate any kind of feedback or comments or reviews. Um, on iTunes. It just goes to help me provide the content that you want to hear, <clears throat> you want to see, you want to listen to. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, like I say, I really appreciate your support uh, over this last year with the podcast. I really enjoy speaking to the guests on the podcast. And like I said previously, you know, I want to get some of you guys, the listeners on the show as well in 2020 so that we can obviously you know, either coach you one-to-one or answer specific topics and questions that you might have around specific areas of fitness and nutrition. And it could also be other things like timing, how you fit timing, planning your workouts, or if there's you know, maybe specific events you want to train for, we can obviously talk about that on the show. So also coming in 2020, at the time of recording this, it is the 30th of December and we have our new Fitter Healthier Dad branding and website going live on the midnight on the 1st of January 2020. Um, I'm super excited for that because it's a much um, better website. It's much clearer, concise. You're able to get access to all of the information uh, in a much clearer way. So I've got a lot of free stuff on there from a, a, a four-step free um, fat burning um, uh, guide. And then I've got a 12-minute a, a a hit workout, and that's on a one-page PDF. So the objective of that 
<clears throat> you can have it on your phone, you can take it wherever you're going to do your workout. And it's also got illustrations of the exercises that you need to do so you know how you need to do them. Um, and then I've also got a five day food and fitness challenge where when you sign up every day for five days, you get uh, an email with a food challenge. So that could be either changing something in your diet or a particular recipe you can try. And then there's a 12 to 15 minute um, hit workout and that's for, for five days. And um, there's also some accountability in there as well. Um, and as many of you know, I also do one-to-one -one coaching, um, but I'm going to be cutting that down in 2020 and not taking on so many people so that I'm able to provide you guys um, with a lot more content on the YouTube channel. Um, and I'm also going to be uh, launching a live stream, live stream program where you guys can uh, sign up and um, there'll be a load of workout videos for you to do on the live stream channel. So yeah, super exciting stuff coming for 2020. I'm really excited to, to get started. And like I said, to give you guys a lot more information, content um, in a lot more simplified and easy accessible way. So that just leaves me to say thank you very much again. Thank you for your support. Um, and I'll look forward to um, seeing you and hearing you all again in 2020. Happy New Year, guys. Thanks for listening to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe. And I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. All the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes. And a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com. 